Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. You turn around and see, crashing through the trees towards you, a gigantic 16-foot brute of a giant. The dark energy from your hex runs through your blade, and the giant wavers one last time before falling to its knees and then forward onto its face. Oh! (laughs) The one manticore next to you makes its attacks. You dodge one of its claws thanks to your flourish, and the other one strikes you. Oh, no. It was actually a critical hit. Okay, I'm down. The manticore that's on the ground next to Aslo scoops him up in its mouth and starts to take off. And I raise my bow toward the manticore with Aslo in its mouth, expend the third charge on my lightning bow. No! <laughs> no! So the lightning bolt shoots past the manticore, but it deals no damage. Oh, you take damage too, Jay. Yes, I do. I take six. (laughs) I rolled max on the d6. Uh, Such a wonderfully punishing item, but you know, even if Aslo's lost forever, I'm proud of you. (laughs) I'm not! For being not selfish. Uh, and potentially disintegrating your favorite magic item. <laughs> That's true friendship right there. Uh, of course I would do that. Okay. Uh, I wasn't so sure. There's several times when you uh, could have expended an extra charge. You just refused to do it. I'm <laughs> so glad that your character has developed in such a way. It's not over yet. Tokus, we have to give chase now. We have to get on our feet. Tokus still has the opportunity to go. Come on, Stripey. Cross the ridge. Okay, so you call Stripey across? Yes. I won't make him make a check. He's, a badger. he's nimble. He can do it. <laughs> he is a badger. Badgers walk across logs all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so Stripey runs across, and Tokus, you have one round before they're out of sight, at least out of easy sight. Okay. So I have a few different thoughts. First thought is, well, I'll share the one that makes more sense. And the first thought is, <gasps> we used Wand of Web. Thane web, already looked web, up web, the web, rules web. for Wand of Web. Now here's the other <laughs> option. How far away is it? Only about 20 feet. Okay. So I could jump to the manticore and grapple it. I'm really strong now. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) And I could at least... I could go with it. (laughs) If you were to try to tackle the manticore... First of all, it's at an angle. So if you missed, you fall into the ravine. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna do it! (laughs) If you catch it, I don't think it's going to be able to support both you and Ezlo. So most likely you still fall into the ravine. We'll fall into the ravine, but it'll but try we'll to flap its wings, slow the descent. <laughs> but that doesn't sound lethal, necessarily. It's like a 150, 200 foot drop. Okay, that sounds maybe lethal. <laughs> uh, could I reach out and lightning lure it towards me or something? Oh, that's 15 feet. If you run along the ledge in the direction that they are, you can lightning lure one, yes. Okay. Which one? <laughs> the one with the, the important one. The one that matters. <laughs> what about this idea? Ah, I wish I had my action surge. No! This is when I need it for these heroic rescues. <laughs> okay, so jumping and tackling it is out because you don't... That's high risk, high reward. You don't want to fall into the, into the cliff. So we have mm-hmm. lightning luring as an option. We have taking a shot as an option. If I shoot it, though, he's over the ravine. What is... Is lightning lure a dex save on their part? Or Strength save. Strength save. Strength save. They're pretty mm. strong. Mm. I I think I'd just go with him, but maybe we fall into the ravine? Yeah, no, that's you definitely don't do that. Yeah, with your momentum from running at him and tackling him, plus his, you'd knock him back. Okay, well, the Wand of Web doesn't solve the issue either, Jay. I just need to buy some more time. Why doesn't the Wand of Web solve the issue? Wand of Web is going to make it fall into the ravine, if it's successful. No, if it falls now, it has enough momentum that it will it should crash into the ground on your side. Yeah, mm. yeah, it should crash on the other okay. side. So me yanking it is not going to make it do that. It will also do that, but he's saying web will work the way you want it to, but jumping on it will not. So it's a strength save either way, right? Either with lightning lore or the wand. Strength or dex. Strength or dex. And I imagine both are pretty high for them. How damaged does it look? I can't recall how much damage we've done to these guys. Both of them have taken several hits and look pretty weak. Okay. They don't want to fight anymore. I would lightning lore, because then you also have the chance to damage it and hurt it. 
Maybe kill it. Or if you shoot, you get two attacks. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you just straight up try to shoot it, you probably have a better chance of hitting it than... But you don't know if one hit's going to be enough to ring it down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Lightning Lure would give us more time mm. if it fails the save, the strength save. If it fails the save. But does Lightning Lure do damage even if it passes the save? No, it has to be pulled within five feet of me, I think. So it's all or nothing. If it passes the save, you not only don't get it, but it doesn't take any damage. Yeah, it has to be pulled. I seriously like the idea of just jumping and grappling it to the ground. But you will fall, Tokus. If you miss, you will fall into the... And you will not survive that fall. But if I don't miss... (laughs) Then you're going to tackle it into the pit and you'll all die. Yeah, Yeah, and then all three of you will die. (laughs) Or you could take two shots with your ranged weapon and stay safe. What do you mean two shots with my ranged weapon? Where where are you guys getting these two shots from? You're a level five fighter. You get two attacks when you make normal weapon attacks. Yeah, that's just your normal attack action is two attacks. I thought I couldn't reach them with my normal attacks. With your bow, crossbow. What crossbow? Oh... That's right. You have. I could shoot. You could whip it twice. <laughs> oh no! You can move toward it and or jump and shoot it twice. Couldn't I just jump and multi attack it? Yeah. Bonus action jump with the ring, double attack it. Yes. Which still gives me the option to grapple, even though you guys keep saying it's a horrible idea. <laughs> because it is. <laughs> Either way, yeah. Run along the ground, lightning lure it twice. Yeah, they're moving towards the ledge, so if you wait another second or two to get in line, then you can get them close enough to the ledge that you can melee attack while you're in the air. Yeah, I mean, I already waited to take my shot until it was in the clear as far as being close to the... Yeah. So if you can lightning lure twice... No, lightning lures once. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's a spell. What about using some of my extra attacks as a little thing that I forgot about? And it's called Shove. What does shoving a flying creature do? It just moves it a little bit, and then it keeps flying. (laughs) Yeah, but you can use shove for different purposes. You can use shove to push. You can use shove to knock or push prone. A lot of different options. If a flying creature is knocked prone, it falls. Okay, which is not good in this case, right? (laughs) Because he's still over the chasm. Either that or he'd fall a few feet and hit the ground with Aslo still in its mouth and then get up and keep flying. Unless it dies from falling damage, which it probably won't. <sighs> if it falls now, as long as you're not tackling it, then it should land relatively safely. Oh, wait, we're doing this whole thing wrong. Guys, I just need to jump and lightning lure Aslo. I want to try to pull him out of the mouth. Uh, You know, like we did that one time with Stripey. I think it would still get a strength save, but this time to hold on to Aslo. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And I think that out of all the different iterations of how this goes, that is the best shot we've got. I don't think I'm going to kill him with my attacks. I I got nothing, right? We're banking on me killing it, but what if I just grab Aslo if I use lightning lure? Well, if you kill it, it just crashes into the ground with Aslo. It doesn't go down the ravine. We don't know if it's going to die. But we also think that you probably have a better chance of bypassing its armor class than you have of making it fail a strength or dex save. Especially with two shots instead of one. We know a 15 hit, right? Yeah. Yes. 15 hit. So that means with your plus 7 bonus you need an 8 or greater on a d20 to hit it. Maybe even less than that if its armor class is lower. If you try to make it make a strength save, its bonus is probably pretty significant. And what's your save? What's the save DC against one of your spells? It's 14. It's 14. So do we think that its bonus on strength and or dex saves is higher than a plus 7? And do we think that it has the remaining health less than what I can do with a non two non-hex attacks? Right. Possibly. Yeah, I mean, okay, do we think that 24 less damage is going to be good enough? I mean, I could roll terrible. Yeah, right, probably. You may have to hit it twice. So it seems like it's kind of same diff to to just lightning lure and... I think all of these options are pretty even. What if it's not that dexterous? What if the answer is the wand? Yeah. You know, we're, we're just stressing over this when I should just take out the wand and use the wand. I mean, like, we've been thinking about this so long, it's already flown away at this point. <laughs> well, again, the, the wand and the lightning lure are essentially equal. I think our time for thinking is long past, so 
make a decision or else it flies away. One last question. Do we know the spell save DC of the wand? Um, yes, it says in the description. That's important. Oh, because that's what the dexterity roll is based off. Right. Mm. Right. Right. It's 15. 15. Okay. So it's slightly better. So it's slightly higher. So web it is. You think so? Okay. Web it is. And so Tokus deciding not to use the ring of jump whips out the wand of web and arachneus some <laughs> I, f- I forget the magic word I used last time and I cast web on the one carrying Aslo away don't worry Aslo we'll catch you <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> I I wish I could have just gone with him I believe it's webus maximus Max- oh webinus maximus yes it's, that's Latin. That's how you speak Latin. It is. My total is a 12. So the Yay! web catches the manticore. Hey! All right. <laughs> what All was right. his strength? I just want to know after this fight uh. if Lighting Lore is the wrong answer to this. Oh, saved by the web. Ding dong, Aslo's not dead. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Well, that's not necessarily true. Okay, so it's the web flies up and tangles its wings up and it's lashing out and snarling and it goes crashing into the ground. Yes. Take some falling damage. <laughs> that was such a nail biter, wasn't it, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's why we yeah. talked about it for like twenty minutes before we made the decision. I also want to know how much HP this guy had. <laughs> no, he's he's he takes some damage, but he's still alive. I know. Aslo is still in his mouth. Aslo also took falling damage, but it doesn't matter because of your emulate. All right, just tell me when I can shoot. <laughs> well, it's my turn next. Uh, um, Tokus, do you want to do anything else on your turn? You want to move? Use a bonus action. Move toward it, dude. Yeah, I want to move toward it. I don't know if there's much I can do with a bonus action in this instance that I can think of. Do you have Hex active on anything? Yeah, Hex is active on the other one, so I can't the just The other one, move. yeah, okay. This is a situation where I don't have much I can do. I, I mean, I haven't taken a single hit, so... <gasps> your bonus action is jump, right? Cast jump on myself? Uh, okay. Cast jump. That way, next turn, you'll be able to launch yourself, like, 60 feet toward it. <laughs> In case it gets out of the web. Well, you can run to it right now and be next to it. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to run to it, and while I'm running to it, I'm going to take up my ring of jump and cast jump. Yeah, if you're next to it, then you'll be able to make an attack if it tries to fly off or something. Nice. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, I could use my reaction to... Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to use my action to try to break out of the web... That definitely breaks out. So he lashes around and then just claws and oh, destroys no. the web entirely. It turns towards you and sees you ready to attack it, but it still doesn't really want to sit there and wait for that to happen, so it tries to take off once again. Hit it! Hit it! Hit it! <laughs> just hit it, Tokus! Take out your sword and hit it! That's all you can do. Yes. I don't think I can lightning lure as a reaction. No. No. This is your reaction, so... All right. So I just get one attack. Just one. One yes. attack. I try to attack the beast. That is a 16 to hit. Yes. That's a hit. All right. Yeah, you got excited. (laughs) Sorry, I got a little too into it. And that (laughs) is eight damage. What's about to carry off Aslo? Eight damage is not quite enough. Uh, I knew it. I knew it. You stab it deeply, and it is barely still clinging to life, but it kind of limps and flies away with broken wings, and everything looks kind of funky. Why won't you die? (laughs) The other one takes one last swipe with its tail, and this time attacks Tokus. And I've already used my reaction. It only hits you once for six damage. Dang it. And then it flies over the trees and out of sight. Spiteful creatures. The other one is flying away, tearing a path through the trees. So you said that it's weak and its wings are semi-broken. Has that affected its flight speed? That's more just for lore. Yeah. Just flavor. Oh, for flavor. Yeah, there's no, like, levels of health. In, <laughs> there's no, like, thresholds of pain. So mechanically it's fine. He's got holes in his wings. <laughs> He's just moving above the trees or through the trees. He's slowed down by the, the tree branches and everything in his way, and he's kind of breaking holes through it. Okay, so difficult terrain rules. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's D&D. If you have one hit point, you're just as effective as if you had 100. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I wish it wasn't like that. <laughs> Philosophy of fire. So when's Aslo going to... He would have stabilized... Between you and the manticores So the damage that he took from falling Is fine 
Can't he roll a natural 20 and wake up, or does that doesn't happen anymore because of the periapt? It doesn't happen. I don't think he gets to because he's now making death saves. That'd be so epic if he just woke up and stabbed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shava, it's your turn. You can still see the one holding the Aslo. <clears throat> Okay. Brian, how's it being a halfling in distress? Uh, it's kind of nice, just like hanging out and letting other people do the work for you. <laughs> and not knowing what's, what's going on. Yeah. All right. I'm going to full move towards it and then take my shot. Expending another charge? No, I don't have any charges left. Oh, no, there isn't one. I wish. Take it down. That's an 18 to hit, boys. That's an 18 eight. to hit. Okay. Nice. That will be eight damage. And with one last arrow you strike it in the back and it yes. falls yes. to the earth. Yes. And starts rolling down the mountainside. Wow. <sighs> Talk about close calls. <laughs> oh my goodness. Getting too old for this, guys. <laughs> I agree. We really are. Oh, then a Tarask pops out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <sighs> Nice work. Nice shooting, Shaba. Next level in our bonus episode, which we will be presenting to those of you who are patrons, I'm definitely going to retrain a certain spell that could come in handy right about now. But you'll have to listen to the bonus episode <laughs> to find out what that is. Check us out. Patreon.com slash Damage Guild. Is it Speak With Animals? Uh, yes, it is Speak With Animals. Okay. Good. <laughs> really? Spoiler alert. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can think of a couple spells. Yes. It is. It is all of those spells. So you run down the mountainside and collect Aslo's body? We rush to Aslo's side. Mm -hmm. And I pop the cork on my healing potion. And oh, but wait, but he stabilizes himself. Yeah, but how long is it going to take for him to wake up? I think it's like an hour or something. Well, why don't we just wait? Why okay. wait the... All right, I cork the healing potion back and I stand there cradling Aslo in my arms and say, Aslo, in an hour when you wake up, I'm going to tell you how much you mean to me and how sorry I am <laughs> for destroying your one shot and causing all of this turmoil while you were asleep. I know. He, like, killed four manticores and we really messed up. And then I unkilled <laughs> two of them. <laughs> and it turned out to be the worst mistake I've ever made in recent memory. Apparently. Yeah, Aslo would not want you to, to use the healing potion. Think of all the money you'll save. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Think of the saving. <laughs> but on a serious note, weren't the other two manicores just going to fall and die if he hadn't shot the one, I think? I think so. Probably. I mean, I think they all would have just fallen and died, yeah. The other two crashed and burned. <laughs> Why shouldn't these two have? Well, did they die? I guess they never came back up, so they're damaged enough so they didn't bother us. They either died or they took enough damage that they decided not to come back. Yeah, one of the two. <laughs> yeah. All the damage they took scared them off. Yeah. I just picture Aslo on one side, he casts hypnotic pattern, they're all like plummeting to their death, and then he just like watches <laughs> in silence as the two other like just start shooting at him, and he's just kind of like... <sighs> He's <laughs> <laughs> like amateurs, the rank amateurs that I have to deal with every day. That was seriously still such an amazing use of it. I don't think in the history of D&D there's been yeah. something as, you know, We'll have to talk with the Discord. <laughs> By the way, go to www.thedamageguild.com and click at the top of that page and click on socials, then click on Discord, and you'll get an invite to the Damage Guild, the Damage Guild Discord. Yeah, please do. Please join us on there. It's been growing like crazy lately. We've got like, what, 100 and something people mm -hmm. yeah. on there? Mm -hmm. And they actually talk great topics of conversation. It's awesome. It's a fun time. So join us. We'd love to interact with you directly. And we talk in there as well and do some streams. Yeah, we do. We're, all four of us are very active on our Discord. But still, I bet that that's one of the strongest hypnotic patterns in the history of D&D &D right there. <laughs> I, think, I think it was. That probably, probably belongs in the Guinness Book of D&D &D Records. It's a very good spell. Yeah. But for it to hit four flying creatures essentially it was nearly the perfect spell it was so close <laughs> it was almost there and then, oh just for one small <laughs> factor <laughs> so riddle me this then thane i mean if if the wand of web hadn't worked would we really have lost aslo forever 
forever. I mean, what are they going to do when they get back to their lair besides eat him? Well, if you never chased him down... They might roast him over a fire first. And that would be a, quite a rude awakening since your periapt will have stabilized you <laughs> and you wake up to find yourself being eaten. <laughs> Literally eaten alive. Wake up to being dead. How's that for a wake-up call? That would be rather unpleasant. Yeah. Were you really going to let them fly away with Brian? Let's not think about that, Tokus. We have bigger problems <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> I, I feel like Thane, being the same guy, probably is the guy that would let you just fly away. <laughs> probably. That's life, Tokus. That's how the cookie crumbles. I have something real important that I need to do after Aslo wakes up. So let me know when that happens. Okay, well, you can just wait till he wakes up. Okay, we wait an hour. Yeah, well, no, we continue our journey, right? Well, considering that I'm not conscious, we should probably wait. <laughs> yeah. So when Aslo wakes up, I, of course, apologize profusely to him and say that I messed up his one shot. And I admit that, and I was wrong. And I'm sorry that he almost died. By the way, while you were under, you almost died. <laughs> uh, they were trying to take you back to their lair to eat you, and Tokus and I valiantly saved your life. Oh. <sighs> we did. Well, Shaba's excellent marksmanship... And, and Tokus's incredible combat skills and wanding skills. Um, so you do owe us that, even though it was my fault to begin with, that they were still <laughs> alive. So we, we're kind of even, I feel like, because <laughs> it was my fault that you almost got eaten, but then it was also my fault and Tokus's fault that you didn't. So And actually, this is a good time that Shaba and I decided while you were unconscious and out for about half an hour that we would like to ask you for raises. <laughs> we thought this would be an appropriate time for that Because you would be dead without us <laughs> Aslo thinks about it for a second And he pulls a piece of paper uh, parchment out of his pack And unfolds it and takes out his pen Looks at a line that he had written Just before getting attacked That says Subject the others to training seminars On how to work as a team properly And then he scratches that out And he puts it in his pack again <laughs> Um, uh, uh. Consider it considered, he says. <laughs> I, I feel like he's really considering it this time. I lean over to Tokus <laughs> and I go, he's not. <laughs> I know, but every time I'm so hopeful, <laughs> the whole time during this adventure, I've been asking you for yeah, a raise. For a raise. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'll definitely think about that. Sure. <laughs> All right, now on to the important thing that I need to do. I go over to the giant, the deceased giant, and I straddle his neck and grab him by the hair and lift up his head. And with my small knife that I keep on my belt that I use like to eat and stuff and to carve wood, I slice his ear off. Ah, okay. <laughs> that's that's totally yeah, And then I, I punch a little <laughs> hole through it. And I wrap a leather thong, a leather string around it, and I go to Tokus, and I kneel down, and I say, Tokus, giant slayer. This is what we do in Goliath culture when we kill a giant. We take a trophy. We, t we take mm. a token uh, to commemorate the occasion, because killing a giant is a very, very prestigious act. And so I want you to have this, because you dealt the killing blow to this giant. Uh... Can I just give you, uh, and I rip off a piece of the ear? And no, give no, no, you, don't uh, rip the ear. No, there's, it has two. It has two. <laughs> oh. I'll just get the other one. I was going to, I was oh, planning okay. to go back and get the other one for myself. So <laughs> just leave oh, it. Oh, giants have two ears? Weird. <laughs> yeah, crazy. So wait, wait, wait. Does this mean I'm becoming more like you, Shaba? And now I'm, am I, you know, Tokus the swift maker, the giant slayer of the yes, Rathgon Hills? Yes, you, that's, that is a name. Were you a Goliath, you would now have that name as well. Hmm. That's one of, one of your monikers. When does Aslo get new names? Because he's just Tenderfoot. Or uh, a little yeah, song. Yeah, he's Little Song. Uh, little Song, yep. I, I had that other stuck in my mind. Well, clearly when he does, <laughs> <laughs> clearly when he does something, uh, something brave and heroic that's worthy of a, of a renaming. I'll just adopt Kingslayer. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> you and your sword have the, yeah. are, are synonymous. I think it would not be good for us to parade around town with that being your name. <laughs> Aslo the Kingslayer. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Not good for business. Oh, right. boy. <laughs> All right, so I go back and collect the other ear. And uh, make myself a necklace. And, and don't worry about it. It's a little gross right now, but I'm, I assure you, Tokus, they dry up real nice. 
<laughs> Plus, I bet uh, Tokus would know to like dip it in formaldehyde or something, mm-hmm. right? For preservation, we'll use some of the ke- chemicals to make it seem less <laughs> less putrid. <laughs> well, we just do it raw. I mean, you wear it, and then it eventually just gets to like. You a- know what, Shaba? While it's trying, let's. I, I want to bestow it upon you for the drying process. So. I give it back to Shab, and I want it back when it's ready, but not right now. <laughs> okay. Not right now. I take out a hair dryer and just start <laughs> start running it over. And I take out my handkerchief and I wipe the blood off of my shiny Rathgaunt Hills armor. That's right. Okay. All right. I'll give it back to you once it's uh, fully cured. Yeah, I would really rather not have that on my new breastplate here. Oh, it's fine. I just, I give you a spit shine. And you guys quickly notice that Tokus has become very protective of his new armor and any ding or, you know, like a bug <laughs> lands on the that. armor and he wipes it off immediately. <laughs> Swipe it down. I'm just very much coveting this armor. Definitely unhealthy, but... You know how when you buy a new electronics device and it has that plastic sheeting you have to peel off? You should have uh, Spaith make you some of that. But you just keep it on the, keep all it on the time. Keep it on for as long as you can. Yeah. I, I go to the armor wash. I just walk through and there's like dwarves, squeegees, and... You just stand on a conveyor belt yeah. and just... Uh, yeah, and they're just turning these big cranks, and the gears are spinning in the background, and the brushes go... Just get a ball in there, and get under the arms, too. Get all them nooks and crannies. Oh, oh man. man. And at the end, I, uh, I flick them a shekel. Yeah, a little tip. That's a tip. Get the next... You know, get, get, get it waxed at the end. Oh man. oh, man, that was a good fight. So I want to know how Thane envisioned that that battle would go. That's what I really want to know. I don't know, his master plan, his evil plan. <laughs> Falling manticores and giants uh, bursting onto the scene. I'll just say it wasn't that. Yeah, all the boulders <laughs> you threw just missed. What do those even do damage-wise? I bet those really would hurt. Yeah, think of what that combat would have been like with four manticores and the giant. Just think about it. Just consider that. Oh, well, we were dead. We We died. Yeah. 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 With that boulder striking. I think it's a good thing. I know Shaba probably thinks it's a mistake, but I think it's a good thing that you brought the Manticore into that fight. I think that would have been a really disappointing fight if uh, Hypnotic Pattern had just taken them all out. Mm. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so the boulders are 3d10 plus 5. Whoa! That's pretty good. It's, what? it's pretty hefty. So yeah. Significant. Good night. That's really high damage. That's massive damage. Wow. And I ended up taking six. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. So the next question is, are there any settlements around that we can rest up in a sort of safe place? Because if not, we should camp out and keep a low profile for a little bit. And I'm going to try to recharge some of these spell slots some low. And hit points, too. And hit points. I'm pretty low on those. Yeah, me too. Like I said, there aren't any villages up here. But if you continued on for another few miles, you could, you're could you likely to run into some form of shelter. Okay. Mm. Yeah, maybe we do that then. Should we continue on in our current state, or should we rest where we are? Uh, I think we should rest, right? Yeah. And we've lo- used spell slots. Yeah, Stripey's the only one that didn't take a hit in that, bad, in that whole mm. combat. Yeah, I say we rest here. Uh, short or long? Long rest is the only way for me to get back spell slots, so... Yeah, I'm fine doing a long rest, I think. Uh, yeah, let's do a long rest for sure. Okay. You could short rest now, go a few more miles and do a long rest when you find shelter. How tasty is manticore meat? Ew, gross. It's gross? (laughs) That's like eating a lion, dude. You don't eat lion? Why would you ever do that? Ew. Sick. (laughs) It'd be all, like, tough and muscular. That's nasty. Yeah. It's generally a bad idea to eat carnivore meat. Yeah. Mm. The best meat is that comes off the fattest animals. Cows, pigs. Pigs. Chickens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we don't eat that and we don't eat the hill giant. Yeah, I don't think we're that desperate. Ducks. Ducks. Yeah, yeah. we'll eat something else. Yeah, I don't think we're that desperate. Let's long rest here because I don't want to risk going out on the road when we're on our last legs. True. Do I go back to the bridge? We left Labis' lengthy line. Uh, yes. Yeah, we'll grab that as well. Yeah, you collect that. 
While you're resting, you realize that the giant seemed to kind of appear out of nowhere behind you, and you see that there's actually this rather well-camouflaged mossy boulder right around where it appeared from, so it was probably hiding there in wait for you. Oh, uh, huh. The giant was? Yes. Let's take a closer look at the collar while we are resting. Mm. The manticore collar. Yeah, good call. Yes. And let's search the hill giant, too. He might have something. You didn't get the collar. We got the manticore, the one that was holding Asla. Oh, that's right, the one one that fell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it rolled down the mountain a little ways, but you can go down and fetch the collar. It looks kind of crude. It's just a hide band, basically, that's been wrapped around it, and it has a few bones that are tied to the front as a sort of a pendant. I would like to make a nature check, if I may, to see if I know, if I need to... Would I know whether giants are, tend to fraternize with manticores or keep them as mm. pets? Yeah, you know that it's not unheard of. Wow. Manticores will somewhat frequently, if the opportunity presents itself anyway, they will ally themselves with other strong creatures and hmm. willingly serve under them in return for food and protection. Wow. Hmm. Okay, and this, this collar looks, would look to me like it was of giant make. Yeah, probably. Hmm. Wow. Quite a family of pets this guy had. I wonder if he has a lair nearby. Do you think that collar would look good on Stripey? Uh, no. I would never befoul my pet by putting something of giant make on him. (laughs) (laughs) Or just a collar in general. Well, can we loot the giant first? Yes. And then we should track where the giant came from. I know. I have a good idea. Let's see if we can find the giant's lair. What do you guys think? That's a solid plan, asshole. Thanks. Well, could we loot the body first? <laughs> yes, we yes, certainly let's do that can. First. You were so excited to loot its ears, but now you've lost ear trist. No, no, I have not lost ear trist. I'm perfectly willing to loot the body as soon as we are able to by DM Fiat. Are you being earnest? I mean, earnest. <laughs> earnest. <laughs> the importance of being <laughs> earnest. We really need to find an episode title, because there have been a few that came up. I, I, I was working on one, so you need to cut off the giant's but ears. The, the problem with earnest is that it's spelled the exact same as Ernest. Right. No, Ernest, the name Ernest. Ernest doesn't have an A, right? Ernest, the name does not, but earnest. Ernest, the word, does. Right. Ernest. Yeah. No, does it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so confused. Ernest has an A. Yeah, I got nothing for you, Jay. Sorry. That's okay. I'll figured out. Alright, so did we find anything on the body? A key to the front door of his manse, perhaps? <laughs> you search around, go through his belongings, and he's got a pouch that's made of some animal bladder, kind of disgusting from <laughs> use and otherwise, and inside you find a handful of small, unpolished gemstones. Mm. Probably just interesting rocks that he picked up along the way. Sweet. As well as several gold and silver coins. All right. You could give me those gemstones. I think I could shine them up real nice (laughs) for you. I mean, for us. For me. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you could. How about this? Ear and loathing in Crevasse, Vegas. (laughs) That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Good. What is that playing on? Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah. It's a mm, movie from the 90s, I want to say. Uh, yeah, it's with Johnny Depp and uh, I forgot who else yeah. I saw it. It's like a, based on a Hunter Thompson novel. It's like super like trippy. Okay, so you find 30 gold, 23 silver, and five small gemstones. Yes. Paid, son. <laughs> I'm trying to get my stim. My stimulus. Tokus, would you uh, take a look at these? Sure. <laughs> yeah, this is our stimulus. <laughs> our stimulus gold. <laughs> I'll take a look. In fact, I can do you one better. Give me some time with these and I'll see what I can do. Have them gem shop quality, jewelry store. Oh, yeah. Shine. Mm, I am indeed proficient with Tinker's Tools. That's literally pretty much all that it does. Dude, you might as well, man. We could sell them for a higher price if you polish mm-hmm. them up. Yeah, it's true. Get all the giant gunk off them. <laughs> Giants do produce a lot of gunk. <laughs> it's similar to Ram gel in nature, I hear. 
it's used for many purposes. That's just yeah. an inside joke between Brian and myself. <laughs> so, yes, I propose we search for a nearby nest or cave or hollow of some kind. I will track its deep, deep footprints to the source. My tracking check is an 18. We trek the giant straight back to the green spire where it came where from. Where Mernie sent where it's it been to kill ransacked. Us. It, No, it's been, <laughs> it's been ransacked by giants. The green spire's been destroyed because of the giants. The giants. No, but it would be great if Mernie was behind it the whole time. He's like, Tokus, I couldn't bear to see you come into my, my, my service again. <laughs> my life again. <laughs> and I had to kill you before you annoy me. <laughs> I couldn't stand the annoyance It was what almost drove me insane the first time And then Tokus has this, you know, crisis Mernie, I thought that we had something special <laughs> I thought you loved me, Mernie I don't know what I think about the world anymore if, Even if you have turned against me My whole perspective has changed well, at least I have a master that does love me and understands me and isn't annoyed by me. <laughs> That's right. Hezrick? Yeah, of course. Mm. Why, yeah, why did you ask that like a question? <laughs> oh, I, I didn't think you were talking about me. That's strange. <laughs> master? Uh, Certainly not me, no. Uh, yeah, yeah Ezric, of course, he adores me. It's true, he does. I see it in his eyes every time he looks at you. You remember that one time <laughs> I nearly died because if I experimented and the crystal went into my chest? He came he out you. and saved me. That's mm. love, guys. Pure, mm. yeah. unadulterated love. It is. <laughs> that um, you, just, you just don't get to experience sometimes in this life. All right, what do we find? You search the ground around where it was hiding And follow its footprints It leads off through the woods Down the mountainside It's a pretty rough path for you Considering that it was easily walking up Cliff faces that were Six or eight feet tall And you have to actually climb down these things But you do eventually find What you presume to be its lair It's a large cave Really just an overhang in the side of the mountain And poking around inside, you see old matted collection of leaves and straw and grass and stuff that has a nice giant-shaped imprint. This is mattress, yes. (laughs) Off to another side, you see a collection of bones. Mostly animals, but you see a few humanoid-looking ones in there. Among the bones, you also see here and there scraps of fabric... One thing seems to still be intact. Actually, a few things. You find a few more coins, and then you find one small leather pouch mm. that's kind of set off to the side next to the bones, but not mixed in with the rest of the pile. So you should pop that little pouch open, shall we? Mm-hmm. See what we find. Yeah. You open it up and find a bag of caltrops. Oh. Huh. Okay, oh. I like caltrips. Those are cool. They're fun. Which one of us needs to run away most often? Mm, probably me. Mm, yes, <laughs> you definitely. Yeah, but you're but you're more and more melee. Why don't you give it to Shava? He needs something to do with his bonus <laughs> actions. But I don't run away though, and I'm pretty sure spreading caltrips is an action. Is it? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. and I don't run away because I'm already away most of the time. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> Well, maybe Aslo does use it. Maybe we'll give him to Stripey. Caltrips are the type of thing you use before combat when you're right. planning an ambush. Right, right. So counting up the coins, it looks like it's all copper. You get 95 copper coins. Hmm, okay. You can see signs that the manticores were also in here at least sometimes. Hmm. Mm. Roosting. Oh, okay. Yeah, their footprints and droppings and... Feathers or whatever they have. Whatever. Fur. Mm. A few discarded spikes. Do they birth live young or... Good question. Yeah, I thought they do. We'll probably never know. They bear live young. Oh, they're alive. Okay. Uh, We wouldn't see any eggshells because uh, they're alive. This sort of thing is what I miss most about the old monster manuals. They had different sections on habitat and society, ecology, for every single monster. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So you can know everything about it. Yeah, so you get back at the second edition one here. You know, Manticore is made for life. The male remains with the female during gestation and husband. It's like this <laughs> long thing that goes into all the detail of how monsters live. Who did they pay to write all these descriptions? Wow. 
<laughs> I search around the cave looking for a baby manticore to call my own. <laughs> Do I find one? No. For your future sanctuary of adopted animals, Tokus and his future wife's uh, zoo yeah. for evil creatures. Or we can charge the crystal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Tokus has a one strike track mine once he starts thinking about that crystal you guys can't snap him out of it guys <laughs> I used the crystal today how are we how are we gonna recharge it <laughs> we need a sub a willing subject or an unwilling subject we'll figure out a way Tokus did you want to examine the crystal yes what have I done to the crystal yes that's more <laughs> important than shining up some gemstones make an arcana check for me yes uh, Aslo do I look nice today Eh, I'd say about average. You look exquisite, in fact. <laughs> yeah. Eh, you look all right. No, the armor has given you a new... Um, a new lease on life. A new aura. Yeah, yeah. The armor was almost leased. Like a D8's worth. Oh, a whole D8's worth. Oh, well, I'm so glad you did. It's 21 total. Wow. No problem. You come to the conclusion that the reason its pull is stronger now is because... You have depleted its charges, and it is trying to restore itself. It's fully depleted? It's trying to get the power back from you. You won't be able to use the crystal anymore unless you leave it out somewhere to charge. Ah, that was a full depletion? Hey, uh, I I used two charges, or is it double charges? It doesn't matter how many you use, the fact is, we don't know if it was full. Yeah, yeah. We're pretty sure it was full. We want to figure out how many charges it was from full. No, we're not, actually. Mm. We have no idea whether it was full. Well, okay. (laughs) At least discovering, okay, how many charges we've used, we'll know something about its capacity based on the number of charges that we've already been using. True. And, Aslo, you've used it before, remember? Did I? Yeah, you did. uh, Yeah, maybe I did once. So, how many charges does the item say when we use it? One charge per level. When we used it for spell level. So, okay, so that's one per. So that's two charges, and you also used it twice. So, I mean, you've also used it for extra spell slots, so... If you have a link to it, Tokus, and you can sense when it's drawing energy, if we can find some way to charge it, you will ostensibly know when it is full, and we can then measure the full strength of the number of charges it holds. I still like the idea of grafting the protected box. Then I charge it. What? With your age? Are you insane? Shaba, I don't need to live forever without my friends. You're not going to, trust me. You guys will both die way before I do. Oh, so you want to deliberately shorten your life from several hundred years to about 80 so that you can die not too long after we do? Yeah, so I can charge the crystal. Tokus, I love you, but that's insane. <laughs> that's just nuts. Because a life without evil powers is not worth living. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. And life without my friends. The fact is we accepted you before you had dark powers, and now that you're getting more of them, we are accepting you less by the day. <laughs> but also... I feel like Shaba is a bit of an enabler now, just realizing that he can't get that crystal away from you, and so as the mother of the group, he's kind of just letting you roll with it, because he knows it brings you some manner of satisfaction or something. Right, and Tokus kind of caresses the crystal. Yes. Maybe it's an unhealthy sort of enabling. It's better with it here, even though it's pulling my life energy out of me. Let's just give it one charge. Just just <laughs> one charge from the four of us. <laughs> I just need one more, man. Come on. Just one. <laughs> just one more charge, man. Come on. Just one charge. Come just, on. Just one. And I've got this itch, the crystal itch. Just scratching your neck. <laughs> Guys, just let me have... Just let it charge just once, okay? Oh, just man. one. No, Tokus, I forbid it. You can't do this. Shaba, you can't... I snatched the box out of your hand and put it back in my pack where it belongs. No, I was just getting to know... Until the next time we need it, Tokus. The crystal a little bit better. <laughs> this is a need... To use item. Yeah, but now it doesn't have any charges, and what if we need Aslo to heal us, and we need to let it charge? Just this once. We need to figure out a way to charge it, but not with your life energy. Yeah. That's just madness. We'll lock some small creatures into the consecrated box with the crystal so that it can suck their life energy out instead. What if we planted it by a very large creature, like 
what if we found a, another giant's lair or something like that, and we just left the crystal in a hidden place, like buried underneath the ground? So exactly like what the cultists did. Mm-hmm. Repeat the experiment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no. We're becoming them. We have the robes. Now we have the crystal, and we're... Oh, we're just repeating what they've done. Live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Exactly. Yeah. We are living that long, Tokus. Tokus kind of snaps back into his senses and, huh. Yeah, maybe it's good that you put the stone away. I can kind of think more clearly. Of course it is. That's why I keep it and not you. Because you would do irresponsible <laughs> things with it, Tokus. This is an established fact. Well, I kind of did. And I kind of did, and I tried to blow away the giant earlier. Do you remember? Well, yeah, I know. That's why I gave it to you. That's why I suggested that you use it, remember? It was my idea. Yeah, but now you're taking it away from me? Who, who are you, my dad? Yes, I am. I'm your, your father and your mother because you're, they're both dead. And so someone has to take responsibility for your craziness. Do you have to rub that in? Also, by the way, you're my son. <laughs> yeah. Having gathered up the last of the treasures, you step outside and climb back up the mountain to get onto the trail again. And once again, resume your journey towards the Green Spire. You continue your journey through the Verdant Ridge, moving ever northward to Asherfeld. One night has passed since your encounter with the giant, and you awaken in the morning to find the ground covered with a thin layer of snow. Gray clouds overhead signal more to come. The terrain in this region is already treacherous enough on its own, with loose rocks tumbling out from under your feet, and the path frequently taking you alongside sheer cliff faces. Did we remember to pack the ice picks? Yeah, who's wearing the Uggs with the fur? Is that me? <laughs> the Uggs of Kamir? Uh, yes, I think so, because I don't wear shoes. Ah, my feet are nice and toasty. That's true. They are specifically the most comfortable shoes you've ever worn. Mm. <laughs> That's right. Keep your feet warm. But yeah, we should um, make sure that we're all, like, bundled up as far as winter clothes are concerned, right? Yeah. I wear Ralph on my back. Mm, that's a good tactic. You don't have your pet with you. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, if I did, I would. <laughs> I wear a stripey on my, around my neck. That works pretty well. <laughs> it's like a little mink. Yeah, a little stole, except he's alive. And a lot bigger. And ferocious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is this becoming uh, difficult terrain? Is that what I'm hearing? Well, I do have resistance to cold, so it's just a Goliath thing. Well, it's been kind of rough the whole way, although technically Shaba's ranger abilities let you move full speed through difficult terrain regardless. All of us? Mm-hmm. What? Oh, wow. Only for overland travel, not during combat. Yeah, it's because I can navigate a clear path through. Oh, that's cool. I keep telling you guys I'm a ranger. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm really proud of you, Shaba. Oh, thanks. I'm also not as cold as you are right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that, too, I guess. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd pull my cloak about me a little bit closer. You put on your clown costume, yeah. and then your ninja costume, yes, and then exactly. your performance costume. <laughs> okay, well, so you bundle up to the best of your ability and keep on trudging through the snow. Yeah. A few hours into the day, you're walking and you hear the sound of tree branches cracking below you to the right, followed by a hearty guffaw. Mm. <laughs> what? Guys, shh. We look below us to the right. We freeze, and we look... And we look below us to the right, like Shaba said. Uh, give me a perception check. That is a natural 20. Hey. Ooh. Nice. I received a 10. I got a 9. Tokus, with your gnomish eagle eyes, you spot in the trees below two more giants similar to the one that you fought just yesterday. Uh-oh. Whoa! They don't seem to have noticed you, and it looks as though they're picking up boulders and tossing them back and forth in a nice game of catch. Well, it's like their workout regimen. <laughs> so that's what giants do for fun. I've always wondered. Yeah. They're you know, occasionally smashing through the lower tree limbs and such as they throw them, which is how you heard them before, but you just see boulders flying back and forth, and they seem to be enjoying themselves and not paying too much attention to you at the moment. Yikes. Uh, Shaba, listen, I, I know how you feel about giants. You do. I've tried to put myself in your boots before. Listen, I don't think we engage. I'm mad, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> I do hate giants, but that is matched by equal parts fear. And two giants are something to be especially afraid of. It's too bad we're not level six yet. 
because then I might be able to help us out of this situation. <laughs> that would be nice. Let's consider leveling up soon. I think we should. In the meantime, though, Tokus, I'm going to need you to go ahead and shove snow into all the crevices of your armor to muffle its sound <laughs> as we continue to travel. I might even be inclined to let you rub this lucky rabbit's foot. Hmm. Does that require attunement? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. It's just a severed rabbit's foot. <laughs> <laughs> no attunement. Okay, cool. I wonder if all rabbit's feet are lucky or if only certain ones are. Like, mm. they're kind of like four-leaf clovers, maybe? But you look... Like an you, extra toe. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that's how you know. It's like, oh, this one's lucky. Sweet. Cut it off. I look for an extra toe on the rabbit's foot that Shaba hands me. Do I find one? <laughs> no. Some sort of magic symbol has been carved into the stump of bone. Ah, mm. I see. So that's how they work. It has nothing to do with the toes at all. Imagine that. It was it was magic all along. Yeah. Tokus, why don't you give this a good uh, a good rub down here? I will give it a nice rub. And Tokus pets the rabbit foot. And... Let's make some stealth checks. And we all stealth check it up. <laughs> How far below us to the right, PT Dubs? Oh, guys, guys. I'm so glad that you gave me that rabbit foot. Wow. <laughs> one of them was a one. That was my first roll. Except... That's your only roll. Because what? your disadvantage cancels out by the rabbit's foot. So you don't actually have advantage. You just have not disadvantage. Oh, oh no. <laughs> for all those at home, for all those listening to this podcast from the comfort of your own home, that was a one. That was a natty onezo. <laughs> we got a natty twonzo and a natty onezo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm not going to bother rolling. <laughs> you probably shouldn't. Uh, I got a an 18 for what it's worth. Oh, no. <laughs> this ought to be good. They are making quite a bit of noise below you. And like I said, they're not paying any attention. However, with that roll, as you're continuing to walk along the ledge and trying to stay quiet, you're paying too much attention to what the giants are doing and not enough attention to what you're doing. And you end up hitting your foot on a rock and just falling face down and <laughs> clattering to the ground with all of your loud metal. And that seems to have gotten their attention. Oh, you hear no. confused voices down below. They are... You asked how far away they are. So the cliff that you're on goes down about 30 feet before it hits ground, and then it continues in kind of a gentle slope for the next little bit after that. And they're about 40 feet down that slope. But I imagine they are how, how tall a piece? 15 feet tall? Somewhere around there. So they would have very little trouble climbing this cliff face. I say we make our stand here, boys. It's our only choice. Could we try dropping down behind the other edge of the ridge? Don't we want the high ground? Uh, I think we want to not be seen first. We could try. I don't know what would happen if we stop, drop, and roll. Oh, yeah. Based on the, the scenario, based on the, the way that things are set up and our relation to them, do we feel like that might have a chance of working? Could we, like, grab the other side of the cliff face and, like, hang off of it? <laughs> you could try, although the snow makes it rather slippery. Okay. So I would have you make a dexterity check to actually hang on. Or fall to our deaths. Give me the grappling hook. Well, not fall to your deaths, but... I think if Aslo <laughs> and I both have a chance to act, then we should just drop to the... We should drop to the ground, because Tokus is already down. So if they heard that... Yeah. Maybe if we get low, there's a chance they won't be able to see up above the cliff face. Yeah, let's do that. Everybody get prone. All right. So you all hit the deck? So we yes. hit the deck. You hear some confused grunts. <laughs> Sounds like one of them is moving a little bit closer. You can hear some rustling and stomping coming your way, but it's slow moving. This way. No, that way. <laughs> <laughs> No, they're not Warcraft 2 Atens. They're not two-headed ogres. <laughs> I want to drive. <laughs> I begin to scoop up snow in my hands and shovel it on top of Tokus. <laughs> oh, it's cold. Ooh. You need to be camouflaged, Tokus. I begin to scoop up snow and turn them into snowballs for the ensuing fight. <laughs> they're going to be throwing boulders at us and we're returning fire with snowball volleys. You hit them with a well-placed ice ball, that'll leave a welt. Mm. 
That's true. Aim for the eyes. That's right. Yeah. Look how things worked out for Elf. Mm-hmm. That was that was good. That was like a quarter mile off, man. That last shot. <laughs> Sounds like something's thudding against the rocks that you're on. You can feel subtle vibrations. But after a few taps, you just hear kind of a... Oh. And he stomps back down the hill. Because <laughs> I rolled a modified one on that. Oh, <laughs> and one bad roll deserves another. Oh. <laughs> wow. Phew. And my modified one is worse than your natural one because your natural one is actually a two. Uh, so. <laughs> okay, yeah. Wow. Not too good at observing their surroundings, these giants. Okay. Oh boy. So, oh. they have gone back to tossing the boulder back and forth. Ooh, I was not expecting that. Oh, yeah. I was definitely not expecting you to trip on your own two feet. Focus. It's, I'm getting used to the weight of the new armor, okay? And it's snowing. What do you expect? What, you've never seen snow before? Has Tokus seen snow before? I've lived most of my life in a deep, dark hole. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Well, no, but I lived in the city-state, so... Yeah, you were in an up for the last year or so. I'm still mystified by it. This is my second time seeing snow, or so. Hmm. Second season of snow. Ah, oh, it's just so... Wondrous, you know? You just forget you're even <laughs> traversing on Yeah, exactly. You just forget you're even like traversing and your life is dangling in the in the bowels of In the balance. Well, I was about to say in the bowels of giants, but sure. <laughs> I don't ever want to be dangling in the bowels of giants. <laughs> that means I've been eaten. <laughs> As the gnomes say, dangling in the bowels of giants. Yeah. That old gnomish saying. Episode title. Hanging in the balance. <laughs> oh, balance? Yeah. Balance, yeah. Hanging in the balance. I like that. Oh, oh man. <laughs> well, either way, Tokus, can you please try to do better next time? Yes, I can try. Maybe if I just put my rocket boots on, that'll help. With the wheels. And yeah. <laughs> mm, definitely. Perhaps. So, Azla, you can still only make two people go invisible, right? Correct. And what does uh, Long Strider do? You can make two people move faster, Tokus? Yep. We move ten feet faster. Hmm. I have silence, but that stays in, in one place. Yeah. Well, actually, Long Strider, I, I don't have it upgraded yet. I'd have to cast it twice if I want it to be on multiple targets. I'd have to cast it multiple times. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know whether it's worth using four spell slots to make us all invisible and Long Strided. <laughs> I think maybe we just try to army crawl up the hill until we get out of... <laughs> In the snow. Out of eye shot. Yeah, what's wrong with a little snow? <laughs> Why don't you just pick me up, Shaba, and just carry me? Mm-hmm. You're a ranger. You've got... You've, you move really well on this turf. I was going to say, since I don't mind the cold, you, Azul, you could invisible you and Tokus... And I could crawl, but me carrying you might help diminish the sound of your movement. You carrying him would diminish the sound of his movement better than him being invisible. Correct. So if I just, like, hop on Shaba's back and just, like, wrap my arms as far around as I can his neck. Yeah. I don't even know if I could reach all the way around your neck, Shaba. Mm, You probably could. (laughs) If you really held on tight. With my ogre gauntlets? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just choke him. (laughs) Just straight. Ah. <laughs> you, you never did get around to making that harness, or you could just ride on him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not carrying you in that suit of plate now. You're way too heavy. How much do you weigh now, Tokus? I weigh. I know you're not supposed to ask that of a lady, but please do tell. <laughs> You've upgraded yourself out of a ride. I was as heavy as I was before, plus the difference between my chainmail and my current. Plate mail. <laughs> a re- okay, yeah, that helps. How very specific of you. A regular suit of plate is, what, 60 pounds according to D&D lore? I think we, like, ruled it as being less. But it, So you, yours would be, like, 40 or 50 maybe? So it's 65, but I think we ruled it as being less because I'm a gnome or something. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember what we ruled on that? That's a good question. Altogether, he's probably 150, 160 pounds. I can lift you. It's just I don't want to carry you on one shoulder constantly as we travel. I, yeah, I vote for that. Let's just have you carry him just 
far enough to get out of earshot of these giants, Shaba. Okay. And I, I jump into Shaba's arms. Okay. But he, but when you're ready for it, I don't just surprise you. <laughs> I pretend to be ready, and then I just pull my arms away. <laughs> Back away. <laughs> it's like a trust fall, and I just, like, jump <laughs> off the cliff. <laughs> what? Whoa! <laughs> no, I catch you. And we trudge up the mountainside. Do we really not have any, like, special items for this situation? Like, nothing? I've got the boots. All I can say is some fancy footwear. Nice and comfy. Well, Tokus, you can make yourself even louder with your boots. Mmm, true. That is true. Seems like the opposite of helpful in this situation. (laughs) Alright, so, Shabba's holding me, and whatever that means for you as far as encumbrance or movement or what have you. Yeah. You got this, buddy, and, uh... I believe in you. And we set off. And I give you... I blow you a kiss and give you no mission inspiration. No mission inspiration. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite as effective as bardic inspiration, but duly noted in any case. Well, if I'd had bardic inspiration for my stealth check... Mm, that's true. It would have at best been a nine. Mm. Yeah, in fact, you know what, Shaba? Your feet have never looked so good as they do in those comfy, comfy boots. What, do you have x-ray vision or something? You can see my feet in these boots? Yeah, I can. Oh. And they look real good. Oh, thanks. I certainly feel nice and toasty. You can have some bardic inspiration. I'll take it. All right. <laughs> I'll have the two of you make another stealth check. Okay. Okay. I'm so glad I'm exempt from this for a moment. <laughs> How long do bardic inspirations last? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. That would be a twenty for me total. Do I think I'm going to make another check within the next ten minutes? You decide after you roll. No, I've, I've already rolled. I don't think I will need it. He's not telling us what he got, but he's trying to think if... If I should just use it anyway just to make an extra good check. Mm. Ryan has extra inspiration. Yeah, I'd say I don't think we're... I don't imagine we're going to come up on anything else in the next ten minutes. We don't have any idea what the stealth check's supposed to look like here. Mm-hmm. And we can't know what Brian got until you make your decision, right? Because these are sim- a simultaneous check. Yeah, okay, well... I, I got a one on the bardic, but I did roll a 17 on my die, so that would be a total of 24. Okay, you probably didn't need to do the bardic. Right. <laughs> probably could have saved it. Oh, well. Hence the reason why I asked the question, if you thought we were going to make another check. I didn't realize that was how good you did. Oh, yeah. You were making it seem like you were like, <laughs> oh, I have a seven. Should I use it? Oh, no, no. I, I, I was just... I was thinking you were in the ballpark of like 11 or 12, and you were thinking yeah. whether or not to use it. No, I was just thinking like, is there even going to be any reason for me to hold on to this bardic, or should I just throw it in oh. there? Oh. Well, why yeah. didn't you say it more like... I guess you did. Yeah, okay. I did. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's a 20 and a 24, I think. And, like, Tokus gets really loud and angry and is like, why are you throwing away? A perfectly good compliment. Well, with those results, there's no way they're hearing you. And they're below the tree line, so there are a lot of branches in the way, even though they're not covered with leaves, so... You manage to sneak out of sight and earshot. You think you're in the clear? Feels oh, sweet. Someday I'm gonna come back and slaughter those giants. <laughs> Someday. Wait until you're level six, Shaba. I will. Yeah. Wait until you're a little older. Mm-hmm. And wiser. Then we'll be powerful enough to take them on. Mm-hmm. All right. Then I guess we keep heading towards Greenspire. It's not Greenspire. It is the Greenspire. Ah, the Green. It's Greenspire, comma the. I believe <laughs> the. Just saying that it's two different words. Mm. It's not a compound word. Well, that makes me think that this, like, really stands out, that it's this huge green spire, and there's nothing else like it in all the land. Well, it's true. Yeah, it's, it's not just any green spire. It's the green spire. Exactly. Legend has it that the green spire was one of the architectural marvels that the Towers of Arconomica were modeled after. Oh, really? Oh, so this is even older than the Towers of Arconomica? Who knows? Wow. Who knows? That's what legend holds. Where, where are you getting this information? Like, so, like, Tokus is, like, looking up at shop. <laughs> as you carry me and we're like having this discussion. Where did you get that idea, Shaba? Well, let's just say I read a lot of ancient texts in my free time. It's like you're talking to a small child, like, in your arms, like, telling him a story. That's funny. We just started doing today. Xander loves it. I, like, hold him, like, up over the couch standing up and do Rockabye Baby. And then, and down, welcome, baby, cradle, and... And I, like, delay. And he's like, he gets... 
like starts giggling because he doesn't know what I'm, and then I just drop him. Wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> wow, I drop him on the couch. He's like, again, again. Yeah. I had to do it like six times in a row. <laughs> doesn't sound like a good way to get him to sleep. No. <laughs> no, no. But that's a great way to build trust. That's right. Yep. These trust falls. <laughs> you can trust that you'll have no idea when I'm going to drop you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. But you don't do that with Tokus. But we share a story. Yeah, that would be much more painful for Tokus <laughs> in this particular instance. Over the course of the rest of the day, several inches of snow fall, gathering in some areas to over a foot in depth. You have a few close calls, but ultimately handle the trip well and bed down for the night. Cold, wet, bruised, and miserable, but safe. I feel great, but Shaba, you've got to be really tired after this journey. How are you feeling, buddy? <laughs> I'm tired, but i got to say, I love being in this nice, crisp, cold mountain weather. feel right at home up here. Shaba and Tokus's relationship meter has gone up one increment. <laughs> relationship meter. Yeah, do you feel like you guys have, like, really bonded today? I actually take the meter out and, like, shake it off and I'm like, yeah, you're right. It has gone up. <laughs> I feel like I can finally breathe again, you know? This mm. thin mountain air is just... feels like home. <laughs> the next few days pass similarly, and you realize that the path you're on has been taking you steadily lower over time as you move towards the northern end of the mountain range. Bummer. Finally, you leave the dangerous heights behind and enter the foothills of the country of Nardek. Nardek. 